my friend, it's Julie Clough here, your life and grief coach. Welcome to the Build a Life After Lost podcast. I'm thrilled to bring you uplifting grief support and hope for rebuilding your life one small step at a time. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 123, Expansion of Your Soul. Oh, I've talked about this before, but I'm always curious what your thoughts are about the titles of the show, Expansion of Your Soul. Wow. I don't know what I would think if I read that title, but you're going to find out what I was thinking when I started talking about this, what I wanted to share with you today. I've recently lost my voice, sound a little better today. I had a little laryngitis, but as always, I love being here with you. So I'm here and I'm excited to share a concept with you that maybe is a little more advanced. Um, Hopefully I'm going to be sharing this in a way that is going to make sense. I would love your feedback. As always, you can email me at julie at buildalifeafterloss.com. I would love to hear your feedback on how this show is helping you, how this episode particularly, you know, what your thoughts are. I would love the dialogue on that. You can also go to Facebook and Instagram and follow me there and message me there. I would love to hear from you. If this is your first time here listening to Build a Life After Loss, one, I don't normally sound like this, although I'm, I'm getting pretty much back to normal. Two, I share on this show, I share a broad range of topics that are related to grief, managing grief, healing grief, and rebuilding. And I hope you will stick around for it all. I recently got this message from a former client who loves to listen to the podcast still. She said, I just listened to your episode, Living Again. It was wonderful as always. I love hearing from you all. It's um, it's such a blessing to be here with you and to hear your feedback and how it's resonating with you. And And just know that because there is a broad range of topics and depending on where you are in your grief and healing journey, some topics may resonate with you more than others. And that's totally okay. And I want to hear it all. I am interested in what interests you and how this is helping you or what your questions are, because you probably have questions and, and that's a good thing. So be sure and ask your questions. Number three he may be wondering why I'm here. Why do I talk about grief? Why do I talk about rebuilding? On episode 91, I share my the first chapter of my book, Miracles in the Darkness. I share my own personal experience with grief and healing. I've had a number of loss experiences in my life and, and you know, it kind of really, really first hit when I recognized like that sudden painful grief was when my brother died. My brother died by suicide. Um, John was struggling with some, you know, just really difficult things and some mental illness. And he, um, he died by suicide and that was so shocking, so painful. And that was really, I was in my twenties and that was really one of my very, very first, And that was the first just kind of very impactful grief experiences. But as I've learned more about grief, I look back on my life and I can see so many more experiences with grief that I didn't even recognize 
for grief experiences. And I find this with the people that I work with as well. We don't a lot of times identify some of the things that have happened as grief experiences. After my brother died, I went through a divorce from my first husband. And uh, again, super painful, very different grief experience. And then in 2007 on Mother's Day, my two youngest children, Carrie, who was 10, David, who was eight, they died in a car accident and I was the driver of the car. And if you go to episode 91, I read that first chapter of my book and you can experience that um, with me there. I also on episode one of the podcast, I share my story. Episode one is called We All Have a Story. And that's a very brief, um, brief telling of my own story. And then in episode 100, okay, I'm giving you a lot of these different episodes because I want, want you, if you're brand new here, these are some places where you can kind of start learning a little bit about like my own experiences and then why I'm here. And episode 100 is called Why I Believe in You. And I share why I'm here and why I believe in you. And I say it at the end of every episode, as you start to listen, you'll see this pattern. At the end of every episode, I share, I believe in you. And there's a reason why I believe in you. See, bad things happen. They happen all the time. There are so many loss events that you may experience. People we love get hurt or they're, or they become very ill or they die and boyfriends or girlfriends leave, marriages end. People are sometimes mean and cruel. We lose a job. We lose a home. We move. A parent dies. A child dies. A spouse dies. There are dozens of events in life that cause feelings of grief. And I believe we as human beings on the planet are built for this. And I'm going to give you another episode, episode 38. We're made for this. And I talk about that very thing that on this planet, these things happen and they happen all the time. So it's important for us to get involved. In the last episode, I talked about this idea of like, do we want to just throw the dice and hope that we get lucky and that somehow we're able to make it through and we get to the other side and we're okay? Or are we just, are we just going to throw the dice? and hope that we, that our gamble is worth it, that we're just going to sit around and, and let time, like, you know, society tells us time heals all wounds. It's just not true. Time does not heal all wounds. We must take responsibility for our own healing. I'm not here to heal you. I'm here to show you a path. I'm here to share my own experiences so that you can see that there's hope. And how, how do I know this? How do I know that we're made for this? Because bad things have been happening since the world began. What this tells me is that even though loss and grief are painful, you can, every one of us, you, everyone, can learn to cope but not only cope, but to move through the pain of grief. This is one of the challenges of the commonly held thoughts about grief in our society. We hear about 
the five stages of grief, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. We hear about these stages, but we don't understand them. We don't understand them and we look at them in a very superficial way. And and it's not your fault. This is just the way we just aren't given good information. And that's why I'm here. I want, I want you to, I want you to have what you need to build in a, to rebuild in a, a helpful way, not in a way where it's just like you're hoping or wishing that it will work. You know, when I use the word hope, I like to think of certainty. Hope is for me is about certainty. It's about like, we know that's going to happen. Just like we know the sun's going to rise the next day. That's the kind of hope that we want to have. But when we don't get involved, when we don't take responsibility for our own healing, then we're just wishing that we can feel better. You know, the five stages of grief that Dr. Kubler-Ross identified talks about this idea of going from denial to acceptance, but it doesn't tell you how. It shares these are common experiences that people may, may have, but it doesn't tell you the how. And acceptance is, feels to me almost like resignation. Like this is my lot in life and this is where it is. And this is what's happened. And therefore I just have to accept it. And there's nothing I can do to actually feel better. And, and my experience and my hope that I put in front of you and I offer to you is that there are ways to move through grief to healing. When you experience grief, let's talk about this expansion of the soul. So when you experience grief, it takes you to a new level of pain that you haven't experienced before. It stretches you. It expands your soul. The expansion of your soul is painful, but it can actually lead to greater joys and greater meaning in the future. When you experience the pain of grief, all the previous grief experiences that you've had that you haven't actually moved through to healing are going to come back up to the surface. They stack on each other. You know, heart surgeon and ecclesiastical leader Russell Nelson said, irrespective of age, we mourn for those loved and lost. Mourning is one of the deepest expressions of pure love. But mourning does not have to last a lifetime. And sometimes that's the message that we hear is that because this has happened, you're going to have to mourn the rest of your life. And that comes from a place of wanting to be compassionate and loving and caring of other people and saying, look, you know, I, I see your loss. I see your pain. And I, I know that that loss is never going to go away. Like the, you know, my kids died. They're, they're not coming back. So it makes sense that we think that therefore we have to mourn the rest of our life. But there's another way. Dr. Louise Tonkin has a theory on grief that maybe you've seen before, and I've seen it in multiple places, and I've seen it expressed in multiple ways, but that she suggests that over time, your grief will stay much the same 
and I'm taking this from, from an article that I read. Uh, Dr. Louise Tonkin's theory of grief suggests that over time, your grief will stay much the same, but your life will begin to grow around it. You will have new experiences, meet new people, and begin to find moments of enjoyment. Slowly, these moments may grow more frequent and the outer circle will grow a little bigger. Okay, when I when I read this, the visual that I see, <laughs> and I don't, I don't know why I see this, but the visual that I see is it's like the ruins of an ancient civilization and the, the moss grows over and the mound, you know, the, the mound of earth and plant and, and, um, foliage and, all of that just grows on top of that and creates this mound. Um, maybe it's because my husband was reminding me of a trip we took to Belize where we went on this boat out to this, this area of ancient ruins and they had uncovered one area of the ruins. And so we were able to see the building and see the, the carvings and so forth that were there in that place. But there were other areas where they knew that there were these buildings and, and different things, but it was a mound. It was a mound of growth and, and jungle, you know? So if you, if you think about like we grow, growing and expanding around the grief in my model of healing, I share a different perspective, but in many ways, the two models, they complement each other because I, I truly believe in healing. So I think there's two parts. Yes, we grow around it and we have these new experiences and we have this new life. We have this new uh, relationships that form new information, new ways of thinking that forms around the grief. But in, in my model of healing, it's, it's not only that we want to form around it, but then we want to transform the experience itself. I often quote Dr. Joe Dispenza because he talks about this idea that when we have a supercharged emotion of an event, it can really keep us stuck in the past. It can keep us stuck in that event. But as we transform that energy around the event, as we transform the way we think and feel, and we are able to discharge the heavy emotion of that experience, that's where true healing is. And as Dr. Dispenza says, that's where true wisdom is. In episode 84, I explain my model of healing It's not enough to learn about the model of hope and healing. You must also apply it. Applying it requires support. That's why I coach people one-on-one and why they get such phenomenal results. From one client last week who was going through the model of healing, she said, I just had to write you quickly and let you know how blown away I am. It is speaking to me so incredibly much. It's powerful. I am kind of in awe. So very thankful for you. I, I, when people, (laughs) there's no better feeling that when people apply what they're learning and they feel that healing in their own life. See, I used to think that when bad things happened, that I needed things to go back to the normal, the way it was so that I could start living again. But we know that's not really possible, is it? 
Things can't go back to the way they were before. It's a loss for a reason. Then one day I woke up to the idea that living through grief and learning to cope and understand and discover and resolve and rebuild was living. Without exception, these are the times when I have lived the most, when I've had to dig deep, find my resolve, pick up my courage, and travel forward. Life never goes back to your previous normal after a painful loss, but I believe life can be different and good and even better. And if you think about building around the grief and that expanded presence, and then you think about going internally and healing and resolving the pain of the past, you are an expanded soul. On the other side of grief, with new perspective and new wisdom, it is like emerging from a dark room. The sun is brighter. The joy is deeper. The triumphs are greater. No matter where you find yourself on life's timeline of loss and gain, know that you are living life right now. That is my experience as I worked through my own grief and pain and rebuilt my life. This is why I'm a coach. This is why I'm here. I know the life-altering value of having someone who has been where you are to lead and guide you through. That's what I do. I've been there in the depths of despair and grief and hopelessness, and I know the way through. I have the path. I have the steps. I know how to gently guide you through. I help you apply what you're learning here at a 10 times more personal, more specific level so that you not only have hope for your future, you know how to get there. I help you tweak and adjust. If you want to know more about how this could help you, then go to buildalifeafterloss.com slash talk. On that page, you'll see in bold, click here to schedule your free discovery call. Click that button and it will take you to a calendar and you pick a time and you set your, your time for us to talk. You know you need it. Don't delay. Do it today. The appointments are going fast. Actually, I was just looking at it and there's not a ton of appointments available right this very minute, but go on there right now and find the one that works best for you and make sure you get that appointment. And if for some reason you can't find a time that works for you, email me at julie at buildalifeafterloss.com and we'll make sure that we'll find a time because this is important. I look forward to talking to you. Have a wonderful week. Remember, I believe in you. Love you. Bye.